Folks, it's a rainy Tuesday here on the North Shore in Mandeville, Louisiana. Well, kind of patchy sun and rain, which is all right. Wash the pollen away because we're kicking into that spring time of the year here. Well, spring, summer, or what What was the term you used for it the other day? Uh, sprummer? Sprummer? Sprummer. Yeah. It's like rum springer, but not. Yeah. That's, uh, if you've never been down into the south of Louisiana, uh, yeah, you've You've pretty much got uh, a warm part of summer, which is late winter, early spring here, and then you have a hot. a hot time of summer, and then you have the slightly less hot, which is fall into winter. Um, winter generally lasts about four to six days around here. There's been there have been some cold years, but they are definitely few and far between. And, and yeah. those four to six days are not in a row. No, it'll be 19 degrees today, 87 tomorrow, and then back into the 40s for Wednesday. And coming into your weekend, we're likely to see the 20s again on Saturday, but then right back up to 97 on Sunday. That <laughs> 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 uh, that is definitely. The depiction of our weather, uh, folks. Uh, we're we're gonna have another fun day here at Smoke 'Em If You Got 'Em Cigar Lounge and oh, Briar yeah. Shop. Uh, Monday was good. We had a great time. Uh, uh, but looking forward to Tuesday and the rest of the week. Uh, this weekend, I'm sure you've heard us talking about it. But on Saturday, March 11th, we're gonna be out at an event uh, with the Distinguished Ruffians. And the PTSD Foundation of America, we're going to be raising money at an airsoft long shoot competition. Go on our website, www.smokemifyougotem.com. You can find the links to our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. There's plenty of information about the event on those. Or you can go to distinguishedruffians.com, and uh, you can look up the Louisiana-Mississippi chapter, and you'll see the information about that event. Um. Folks, I'm I'm smoking a Carlos Tarano Noventa today. Mm. Um, it's a good one. It is. It's one I haven't had a whole lot of. Uh, haven't you know? I. Uh, all right, folks. Yeah, talking about the Carlos Tarano Noventa. I've I've always been a fan of Tarano, and uh, we're we're gonna grow our collection in there a little bit more of some vintage Tarano stuff. Uh, so we're going to talk first a little bit about this cigar, and then we're going to talk about the Tarano family. Uh, I'm going to talk about you know where they started and how the, how they came about, and then Vincenzo is going to let us know what what's going on with the company today. Because if you if you're a cigar fan, and if you've ever been a fan of Tarano's, then you know that just like just in a blink of an eye, the family disappeared uh, for respectively, just walked away from. Uh, you know the tobacco making process and sold to general cigars and I don't know and there's not a lot of information as you'll see on if they're even involved in any kind of aspect and obviously there's family things that were going on that uh, are none of our business Uh, but you know we love their cigars and the family's been around for a while but the Noventa it's a, a Nicaraguan uh, it uh, has a Habano Nicaraguan wrapper, a Nicaraguan filler uh, from Pueblo Nuevo, Esteli, 
and the binder is also Habano Nicaraguan. Uh, so it is a Nicaraguan Puro. Uh, uh, the Tarano Noventa was actually created in 2006 to celebrate 90 years of cigar heritage in the Tarano family. Uh, in 1916, uh, the patriarch of the family, Don Santiago Tarano, uh, made his move from Spain to Cuba uh, to begin his career in the cigar industry. Uh, he had three sons who all joined him in the business. And as Tarano became part of the largest tobacco growers in Cuba, like a lot of the rest of the cigar and tobacco families in Cuba, they had to leave after the revolution when Castro uh, you know, nationalized the tobacco industry. The, the family moved then to the Dominican Republic, uh, where eventually Carlos Jr. took over. But when they moved, they, uh, they were the first to introduce... Uh, the Palato tobacco to the Dominicans and they taught them uh, the Palato Cubano tobacco and seeds uh, just like uh, Padron took the seeds to Nicaragua Tarano were the first people to take those Cuban seeds to the Dominican and teach that culture how to grow that tobacco um, you know uh, while he was there you know, his, uh, his oldest son, uh, Carlos uh, Sr., uh, introduced uh, the Palato tobacco uh, to the folks, and he, then he passed it down to Junior, and then when Carlos Sr. died, uh, Junior and his son, Charlie, took the family to what it is today. Uh, uh, you know, they, they had factories in Denali, Honduras, Esteli, uh, the Ocatala in Nicaragua, uh, with the exception of a, a great full-bodied cigar, that's why they created the Naventa for that good full-body quality. Uh, in, in 1916, one of my favorite ones is when Tarano introduced the Cameroon. And then in 59, they came out with the Exodus. And those are the cigars that they're best known for, is that 1916 Cameroon the 1959 Exodus, and then, of course, they came out with the 1959 Exodus Silver, and then later the Casa Tarano uh, came on board, and then, you know, you've seen some of the Jalapas and the Masters. I mean, they've, they've got some great ones, but the cigars, I think, for most of us that enjoy Tarano, that made Tarano, obviously the 1959 Exodus is going to come to mind in all its glory, whether it's the Silver, the 50th Anniversary Gold, or just the original 1959s. That 1916 Cameroon is terrific. Um, in May of uh, in May of 2007, uh, the Tarano Company became the exclusive distributor of Dunhill cigars. Um, and that's also why you've, you've kind of heard some of the news that, you know, Dunhill cigars are going away. I don't know if they're going away or they're just stopping production for a while. We'll cover that maybe in tomorrow's. We'll talk a little bit about what's going on with Dunhill. Dunhill's not a huge favorite of mine. I, I, don't, I don't really care for the Dunhill label and, and nothing against the family and the people that produce them. But uh, Dunhill's never really made my top favorites of cigars. Um, and that's when I was doing some research, I found it interesting that 
Tarano took over the production of Dunhills in 2007. Um, but, you know, sent from 2007 forward, you know, the, the next seven years up to 2014, um, there wasn't a whole lot going on. Uh, you know, they continued to make their, their cigars that they always made, their signature series and stuff. And so, Vincenzo, catch us up a little bit on, on what happened in 2014, what led up to it, what was going on there. Well, in 2014, uh, General Cigars bought Tarano. Now, a little bit about who General Cigar Company is. Um, General Cigar Company is a subsidiary of the Scandinavian Tobacco Group. And some people have heard that Swedish Match bought them and, and, and all that. Well, Swedish Match and Scandinavian Tobacco Group are, for all intents and purposes, of the same company. Um, Swedish Match and Scandinavian Tobacco Group formed a new company called Scandinavian Tobacco Group, and they, they just both moved all their cigars and pipe stuff into that new company. So uh, Swedish Match is a 49% partner in that company. That is intense. Yes, yes it is. Uh, so if you've heard that Swedish Match uh, owns Tronia, they, it's, it's the same thing. But technically it's the, the General Cigar Company's the one that bought them out. Um, the sale was final in September of 2014, and and uh, um, you know they've they've kept some people on to essentially be a liaison uh, for a while. Um, but in uh, in January, January 19 of this year, 2017. General Cigars announced that Jack Tarano will be a full-time, the full-time brand ambassador for Tarano. Uh, they've been working with him for, for a little while at this point, and um, he's helped them tremendously. So, you know, I'm somewhere along the line, it, it, they made the decision to, to bring him on full-time. He's going to be in the... Uh, working for the director of marketing strategy. And he's going to be doing a lot of the events and essentially the, the face of Toronto. Uh, he's going to be doing events and, and sharing the history of that company and, and uh, representing that brand, which is fantastic because it's his brand, or his family's brand, I should say. Um, but before that, before joining General Cigars, Jack lived in Miami uh, where he was promoting the Toronto brand down there. Um, he's lived in, in uh, Chicago. In fact, he was involved in developing the Anheuser-Busch campaign, Real Men of Genius. That was, uh, that was Jack's thing, so um, he, he knows his stuff. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where they're at right now. Uh, they, they still, none of the None of the processes or anything like that has changed since the acquisition. Uh, they just now fall under General Cigars. Um, but they're, they're still making cigars, still fantastic. Um, so, yeah. That's about cool. where we're at today. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm glad there's someone in the Toronto family still involved in the decision-making yeah. of, of the cigars. Because, yeah. obviously, I mean, Macanudo... 
was one of my first cigars. It's what bridged that gap into real hand-rolled cigars for me. And uh, shortly thereafter, I stumbled upon the Tarano label. And Tarano cigars, it was a... Uh, it, it was not the Exodus. It was their uh, their special reserve in the glass tube. There's a shop in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, which isn't open now. But uh, I, I was went to school there at USM, and I found that Tarano and smoked it. And although I had I had enjoyed the Macanudos and a couple of Romeo Ulietas that I I had smoked, when I smoked that first Tarano. For me, that was the moment I knew that I enjoyed, I really loved smoking a cigar. It was no longer just something fun and interesting and new. It was, man, this is a great cigar. I enjoy this. And then when I found the Exodus, that was the first box of cigars I ever bought was the 59 Exodus. And uh, so I, I, I enjoyed Tarano completely, and I, I did not... I kind of fell out of love with them when they came out with some of their later things. Uh, nothing, never anything in the Exodus line and the camp, 1916 Cameroon always loved them. Um, you know, their hogsheads that we tried, they, they were okay. They, they were all right. I didn't, didn't not like them. But, uh, you know, there was a lot that Toronto was coming out with that I just didn't care for. Uh, well, didn't meet the standard of what I felt a Tarano cigar was, anyhow. But let's see what the future holds for him. I hope it holds great things because the family is definitely embedded in the cigar history uh, of what has sparked our all our passions for cigars. Um, I think it's important we talk about... Uh, well, I've lost it. I, th- I think we need to talk about sex and cigars. Sex and cigars. You, if you search that, <laughs> if you search that, you're gonna you're gonna find some YouTube things that uh, you make up your own mind. If you want to watch the sex and cigars on YouTube, um, you know, there's some funny stuff out there. But I'm, I'm going to talk about an article that says sex in the stogie. Uh, because we have a lot of great women patrons here in the lounge, and uh, I know a lot of women that enjoy cigars, and which makes me happy because you know it's it's nice that we have a good mix in our cigar lounge. Uh, you know, a lot of people think you know it's just a guy thing, and uh, you know they want their man cave where they can sit, relax, and just smoke and and talk about whatever. But if you have a woman that truly loves cigars and enjoy smoking them like you do, then your relationship is going to be unbelievable. You know, my wife will smoke cigars. She she doesn't smoke them as avidly as I do. But being able to sit and relax, we've got a couple that comes in here. Uh, they, they come in here. We wish they'd come in here more, but they're busy people. They're important people in their fields. And when they have time to come in here, it's fun. They're delightful, they're candid, but their relationship, in my eyes, is strong for a number of reasons, but the fact that they both share a passion for cigars, there's nothing excluded in their relationship, 
and I, I, I think that's beautiful and wonderful. Um, but uh, a lot of women don't bridge that gap. You know, you'll, you'll have some women that will try some of the, the cigarillos, the small ones, you know, they're, they're similar to some cigarettes, you know, it's not a commitment cigar, and uh, especially the flavored ones, and that's okay. The fact that you're bridging that gap, that you will try them and enjoy that, that real tobacco cigar, even if it's a cherry vanilla or espresso, cappuccino, macchiato, uh, nobody can blame you on the Javas or the Java Mints. That's just a great cigar. But uh, Jeannie Mark uh, wrote an article called Sex in the Stogie, A Girl's Guide to Cigars. And uh, you, you can look it up. Uh, yeah, if, you, if you type in Sex in the Stogie, you'll find the article. But there's a lot about sex and cigars. I'm sure Bill Clinton's got a book on it somewhere. Uh, how you doing, Bill? <laughs> but uh, she she put out. I mean, there's a lot of content. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But this is who. Uh, this is a, a list she put together of what women smokers told her were their favorite cigars. Uh, the first on the list was the Davidoff Number no. Two. Um, you know, and and. The second one on the list was the Davidoff Long Patella Natural. Uh, you know, again, if you're a Davidoff person, you're a Davidoff person. Third on the list, after after reading the first two, I thought the third one on the list was kind of funny to me a little bit. Uh, not because of the cigar, but in my opinion, it's such a contrast of world better than the first two. And that's the Fuente Florfina 858. Uh, they didn't say if... It was the sun-grown natural or Maduro that they, they preferred better. But if you've not tried any of the Florfina 858s by Arturo Fuente, you need to. Jump into them. Sun-grown Maduro, they're all fantastic. Uh, next on the list was the Tatiana Flavored Cigars. And they, they listed all the flavors on there that they enjoyed. Uh, you know, But the one that took the, the top was the Mocha then the Dolce, and then the, the Black Ambrose Raspberry. Um, next on the list was the Leon Gemini's. Uh, it's one of the oldest cigars produced in the world. Uh, <clears throat> Leon has a cigarillo line that sets the taste buds on fire, they say. Um, but they, they like the Cafe Coretto and the Cafe Macchiato most in the Leon line. Next on their list cracked me up because of how we personally feel about this cigar. <laughs> but the Cohiba Corona Especial, uh, it's a thinner cigar. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a Cohiba advocate or fan either. As you can see, uh, if it's a Dunhill Davidoff or Cohiba, I'm not big on your list. I'm not saying you make a bad cigar. I'm just saying you don't make my wheelhouse. Uh, they followed up the Cohiba with a Romeo Ulietta. Um, they didn't give a specific as to which one that they liked, but uh, the Romeo line is good. And and this one, av after having heard, you know, the Davidoffs, the Cohibas, uh, the the flavored cigars, this one kind of shocked me. Yeah, uh, I was just looking at that a little perplexed. The La Aurora Principes. They, they specifically chose the vanilla, but the La Aurora is a fantastic line of cigars. And 
they are medium to medium plus bodied uh, but the, the vanilla is you know is a little bit different you know it, it, it has a, a a silky pool on it as uh, the writer likes to say but uh, the La Aurora line is a great line of cigars and uh, I'm surprised it was so low on their list of great cigars uh, but you know folks there, there's more content to that story I mean you can read in there uh, but definitely uh, look up Sex and the Stogie and uh, and you can see all the great things that uh, Jeannie Mark has to say about cigars uh, but and then indulge yourself. Go on YouTube, look up. You know you'll find all the sex and cigar articles. Uh, and like I said, uh, if anybody knows if Bill Clinton has written a book out there, maybe it's uh, an international book. He didn't sell it domestically, but <laughs> if Bill Clinton has a sex and the cigar book out there, somebody please send me a copy of it to twelve ninety one North Causeway Boulevard in Mandeville, Louisiana. I'd, I'd I'd find it an interesting read. I'm sure. I I think the depth and introspectiveness of that book would maybe give me a different perspective on uh, how women feel about the cigar. I don't know. What do you think? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I would be interested to read it. That's for sure. Send us your thoughts, though, uh, for all our our women listeners and viewers. Uh, go on to podcast at smokeemifyougotem.com. You know, tell us what cigars you like. Uh, we, we hear a lot from our male listeners. And, uh, you know, obviously I know what the women that frequent the lounge enjoy, what they like. Uh, but I want to hear from our international market and, and our domestic market. Please tell us what you like to smoke, where you like to smoke them. Uh, Let's have a good conversation. And, and if you don't want to send it to podcast at smokeemifyougotem.com, then please go on our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram. Um, you can find the link to all those at smokeemifyougotem.com. Or, you know what, call into the shop, 985-629-4152. Uh, do not call collect with international charges, please, if you can even still do that. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if you can or not, but... Yeah, let's let's have a spirited debate. Let's let's hear from some folks. I'd love to know what you're thinking and what you like to smoke. And if you are in the area and you do enjoy cigars, please come into the lounge. Uh, we've got a great space, comfortable atmosphere. You know, we we are inviting to everybody and anybody. Uh, so come on in. Uh, <clears throat> another exciting day for us. Uh, Vinny just walked in, and we now have an actual Indian in the cigar shop. Um, it's not that uh, the big wooden tobaccalera Indian that uh, you're used to. We are we're going to have one coming, but we finally have a, a, a pipe smoking cigar Indian in the lounge. Hopefully, that brings us good luck, good fortune for good times ahead. Um, so what can we, other, other than the event Saturday this weekend, uh, what can we look forward to this week? What, what fun uh, and exciting stuff's going on? I don't know about this week. I know we got St. Patty's Day next week. Mm-hmm. Next, next Friday, I believe. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. Um, I don't know. 
hopefully sunshine and not a whole lot of rain. Which means a whole lot of pollen, which has to happen. Yeah. Uh, has to happen. But uh, speaking of St. Pat- Patty's Day, uh, we will be open here at the lounge. Um, we've got some great pipe tobaccos. Uh, we've got an Irish oak and an old Dublin. Uh, we've got some great green pipes. So if you're in that festive spirit and you're a pipe smoker, we've got the new Gator. We've got the Arca Buenos. Uh, we've got rusticated and smooth ones. Uh, so, you know, please come in. Those are all great pipes from Savinelli. Um, you know, get yourself a green pipe for the St. Patrick's holiday. Get yourself some of that old Irish, I mean, old Dublin or Irish oak tobaccos to smoke. Um, so tell us uh, tell us a little bit about this Indian you got here, Vinny. Uh, my uh, Uncle Willie gave it to us for the shop. It's a, it's a pipe Indian. He ain't smoking a cigar. He's smoking a pipe, so we still need a cigar Indian. I don't know too much about it. He didn't tell me much, but Uncle Willie gave it to us. Well, it's beautiful. We're definitely honored to have it here. I've, I've got a spot planned for it. Um, That'll be a lot of fun. So what uh, what cigars are you going to smoke today, Vinny? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked in there yet. Yeah? You not feel anything? We were talking about Taranios. Why don't you sit down here? Tell us tell us about your favorite Taranio cigars. We did a did a segment on Taranio, uh, where, where the family started, the history of it, and, and where it is today since General Cigars picked it up. Uh, I think the 1916 Cameroon for me. That's by far and away my favorite Taranio. Yeah. Oldie but a goodie. How you feel about the 59 Exodus? Very good. I mean, all Taranio. And I don't think I've smoked a bad Taranio cigar. I've smoked a couple. Have you? Yeah. Well, it, it might depend on who's uh, keeping it for you and how old it, or how long it's been sitting there. That's true. You know. Some of it matters, some of it does, but we uh, we were also talking about sex and cigars. What what what's your take on sex and cigars? Usually don't mix very much for me. Bill Clinton disagrees <laughs> with you. That's why I said for me. Um, uh, well, we were talking. Uh, I can see that you you got that one track mind. The conversation was more about uh, women's view on cigars and what women like because. to smoke. Uh, I can see you were purely thinking about just the three letter word there. You were. Yeah, well, you, you couldn't again, bridge that gap. Again, uh, I'm a man, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's all right. You, you could have said sexism and cigars or, or no. brought it a different way. Well, yeah. no, that's 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 the good play on it. That's how you get people's attention because yeah. sex sells Yeah, cigars. Um, you see what I did there? I do. No, but we uh, we were asking the market to, to write into us. We, we want to hear from our women viewers as well. Uh, get a different spin on things because you know we we love all our men that write into us and send us comments and notes and stuff, but uh, we we need a different perspective and spin because we were saying you know we have a good mix here in the lounge and it and it makes it nice it keeps keeps the days interesting. Um, but uh, yeah, folks, I mean we're uh, we're in the process of planning out the rest of our humidor expansion. Uh, we've we pretty much finalized the list of what we're going to bring in and how we're going to finish filling up that secondary side there. But uh, if, if you're one of our faithfuls and you haven't voiced your opinion to us on what you'd really like to see in the new humidor, 
then write into us to podcast. dot com. I can't be real. Uh, podcast is smokingcigar.com. All right. Uh, what what I year was that? Hang on. Real. Cigar aficionado. No. no it, I, I, uh, apparently um, did an article with Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, but put her on the cover. Hey. Uh, I can't figure Well, Bill put her on the wrapper, so they had to put her on the cover. <laughs> I'm trying to see what... Uh, what <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't incorporated any little catch noises yet? No, not Put-dum, yet. Some uh, little horns or whistles. Oh. I don't really know if that's our shtick. Oh, okay. It could be. It could have been after that yeah. one. It could have been. <laughs> uh, wow! Uh, looks I like I can't believe they actually two May June of two thousand. It looks like, and Kevin Bacon wrote the article. Kevin Bacon. All right, folks, look it up. Cigar aficionado. Well, it is all about <clears throat> Kevin Bacon. The May June edition. You know, two thousand. Cigar. That cigar was. Kevin Bacon degrees. wrote an article. Was he seven with Monica Lewinsky. About uh, cigars. It's all seven it, it, degrees from Kevin Bacon, right? And that's what it's what not. It or six degrees. I don't believe Bacon. it's all about. I, I think her. It, you could you he could do, rough. you know, twenty degrees and still find Kevin Bacon. I don't uh, believe it's all about her. It is about what, what women are, behind the throne. <laughs> Literally, Boy, you're the, leaving that one wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I believe she was in front of the throne, but yeah, under. I thought she was under the table. Yeah, we're uh, we're going to hell for this. No, we're not. <laughs> we we we. We're not bringing out anything that wasn't already brought out before. Yeah, he brought it out. All right. <laughs> it's all right. Do, look. do we know what what cigar he used? I don't know. Look, it. Let's do a search. See see if you can find out what cigar. Really? Why not? Uh, They're not even relevant. To anybody anymore. It's okay to talk Probably, about them. Uh, I'm not scared of them. I'm going to go with Gurkha. I'm going to go. Gurkha, what? It, it says no way. several inside sources have finally confirmed that Gurkha cigars was indeed the cigar used by Bill Clinton. All right. It was the Grand Reserve. Hey. That's our cigar, bud. <laughs> And we do carry those in the shop. So come in. We're going to have to rename that. The Monica Special. All right, folks, come in today. It's Tuesday. In fact, you know what? Uh, I I almost want to make that the featured cigar this month for our our, our locker (laughs) members, but I don't know. Let's all right. We're going to run a Monica Lewinsky Special on the Gurkha Grand Reserve. You you can shock all your cigar buddies with that knowledge. By the way, that's uh... Uh, (laughs) that's beautiful. That's happy Tuesday, everybody. I will never smoke that cigar the same again. Wow. Nope. I can't believe it was that one. Hey, uh, I was I was thinking Cohiba or Nah Padron maybe. Uh, it says it says Bill Clinton's a, a rather avid Gurkha fan. Well, bravo, bravo. Folks, that's that's a lot to think about for a Tuesday. So let's get back to us on Hump Day to talk about all the sex and cigar stuff we talked about today. 
Hump Day will be an appropriate day, so send in your comments. We'll cover them tomorrow uh, on, on our podcast. But get out there, folks. Enjoy the weather wherever you are. Hopefully you're having good, good weather for whatever you want to do. But relax a little bit, smoke a cigar, light up a pipe. But as always, folks, smoke them if you got them.